What's going on guys, my name is Aldenero and welcome to my review of the movie The Circle. The Circle is a 2017 movie from the director of The Spectacular Now and The End of the Tour. Two movies I enjoyed far more than I expected to, the latter especially. The Circle boasts a very respectable cast with Emma Watson, Tom Hanks, John Boyega and Patton Oswalt. This movie was just added to Netflix last week so I gave it a watch and I decided to make a review video. There won't be any spoilers in this video so if you do plan on checking it out you can let me know if you agree with my review. Likewise if you've already seen the film. If there are any other movies on Netflix that you would like me to review leave them in the comment section and I'll have a look. So Emma Watson plays May, the protagonist in this movie and in the beginning she's poor portrayed as a downtrodden bright spark in a dead-end job who's just crying out for a turn of good fortune. The movie showcases her despondence through her dreary attitude towards her job, her car breaking down very early on, and we also learn that her father is suffering from MS. Incidentally, her father is played by the late Bill Paxton in what was probably one of his last roles. It was strange seeing him playing a character that was so unwell given he only passed away recently. It was kind of odd. Early in the film, May's friend Annie, played by Karen Gillan, calls her to tell her she has an interview at the Circle, which gives May the lift she needed. May's interview at the Circle is strange. It's like this quick-fire round of seemingly random multi-choice questions that reminded me of the old MySpace quizzes that determine whether or not you're a psychopath based on the amount of Nutella that you put on your sandwiches. And just so we're clear, any amount of Nutella means you're clearly a psychopath. But she gets the job and is welcomed into the circle. The circle is basically a Facebook slash Google conglomerate that visibly parallels both companies' employee culture with casual dress, swanky offices, and basically an eternal college campus feel. May's job is essentially basic customer service and data entry, but that alone commands a heavy salary and a live-in dorm, not to mention health benefits and various other nice little attributes that make it such a great job. The Circle is run by Eamon Bailey, a charismatic entrepreneur and philanthropist, played by Tom Hanks. It's not clear after we first meet him whether or not The Circle is a cult that's hypnotized unwilling participants into surrendering their personal information, or if it's just that he's that damn charismatic that he's instilling a belief that sharing genuinely is caring but he does dominate the screen as you'd expect Tom Hanks to do. Mr. Bailey presents his worldview as the belief that a more open society can exterminate corruption and foster a more caring society where everybody can achieve their potential. Speaking of which, there's a moment during the interview where May says her biggest fear is not reaching her true potential and I feel like that's the perfect symbol for what happened with this movie. The scene is set really well for interesting plot lines that could serve as social commentary, cautionary tales or even science fiction and they tease each of these prospects but they never really deliver on any. May announces at one moment that she's going fully transparent, meaning she records every single minute of her life, apart from bathroom breaks where she appears to get a designated three minutes at a time, and apparently this aspect of the movie serves to mimic the vlogger lifestyle on YouTube, but it doesn't really go anywhere. There are flickers of potential in this movie that fizzle out before you even have the time to get excited about them. John Boyega's character, for example, is one of the more interesting characters. Like, he's got this sharp wit and clear skeptical observations which set him apart from the cult-like drones that May encounters everywhere else in the movie, who, she's surprised to learn, know about her father's MS. But even that, instead of creeping May out, this information only seems to spark her interest more. Like, on one hand, she's apprehensive, but on the other hand, she's fully complicit, and not in the conformist, rebellious way that you're thinking of. But John 
Boyega's screen time is extremely limited and will leave you wonder why he was even there at all. One of the main problems with the movie is that Emma Watson has to be in every single scene, and I'm not saying that because she's not a capable actor, I've enjoyed a couple of her films before, but most of the key scenes in terms of plot development actually happen off screen, which is really disappointing and kind of a bizarre decision. There's also Mercer, this character played by Eller Coltrane from Boyhood, and if anyone has seen Boyhood, it's literally the same characters, save for the name and where he lives. He hates social media and snob looks down on anyone who uses it and it's never really made clear why he's presented as like an outdoorsy kind of guy and that's about as much depth as we get to his character it's as if the writers had no way of fitting him into the story so they just ripped the character from boyhood and stapled it into the liner notes of this movie because boyhood was a hit so therefore it must make this a hit there are things i liked in this movie i think if it hit any note correctly in terms of its social commentary, it was probably dealing with social media's tendency to alienate people from the real world and create a kind of a gratuitous, vapid centre of attention as a form of escapism, even though I feel like they kind of went all in on that front to a point that crossed the line of outright ridiculous. I did really like the visuals in the movie too, like it's a very cleanly shot film and the social network users comments popping out of the screen was well done, even if very few of them were actually substantial or even reaching the level of zany that they were sort of going for. Another point of contention with the movie is Tom Hanks's screen time. It feels as though putting him on the poster is almost farcical because he has a total of like, I don't know, seven minutes on screen at a guess. The scenes with him are usually interesting because he has natural charisma. Like, he's Tom Hanks. Think in your head of a bad Tom Hanks movie, and I don't know, could you even, like, what is there, like, maybe two of them? But there are so few scenes in this that you just, you really have to pick your moments. I think the main frustrating thing about this film, though, is that it just goes nowhere. Like, it's fair enough if it doesn't say something or, you know, become this brilliant piece of social commentary if it's still an entertaining film. But sadly, this isn't even one of those. There's no central villain in the movie. There's no love interest. There's, like, nothing for you to even root for. You spend the whole film wondering what's going on in people's heads and not really getting a clear answer by the end, and it's just wholly unsatisfying. I'm going to give this movie a 4 out of 10, and just say, only watch it if you're really stuck or if you're on a quest to see every Tom Hanks movie ever made. Like I said, there are some nice little visuals. It is a it is a, an interesting movie to look at from like a purely aesthetic point of view, but it just it just goes nowhere and it will just leave a bad taste in your mouth. So that's the end of this review. Hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to me talking about it. If you disagree, please do explain why, because I'm not a drone. Um I am interested in what other people thought of it. Um, other than that, if you want to suggest another movie for me to review, please do leave it in the comments section. I've been El De Niro. Thanks for listening.